and welcome to the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. I'm Allison Capon, founder of Women Who Tech. Last episode, I told you about how 2% of VC money went to women-led tech startups. But guess what? That stat for founders who are women of color is only 0.2%. That is pretty appalling. But the Women's Startup Challenge is on a mission to change these dismal stats and disrupt a culture and economy that's made it so difficult for women entrepreneurs to access capital. We know that the best ideas and products come from diverse perspectives. Plus, diverse tech startups are a lot more profitable. So if you're an investor or tech enthusiast and are looking to discover the newest tech products before anyone else, then tune in each week as we feature one of 10 women-led startups whose products we think are game changers. Then, after the show, visit womenwhotech.com backslash vote and rate the startup's pitch. At the end of the season, we'll award $5,000 to the winning startup determined by our guest investors and you, our listeners. Joining me today in the studio is our guest investor, Adam Zuckerman. Adam is the Director of Ventures and Innovation for Discovery. Thank you so much for being here, Adam. Happy to be here. Great. So Adam, given your background, I am really excited for you to hear this next startup pitch. All right. So our next pitch is by Estella Gabriel. She's the co-founder of the California-based startup Second Screen. Welcome, Estella. Thank you. It's so great Happy to have you. <laughs> it's so great to have you on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. We'd love to hear more about Second Screen and your plans to monetize short form movies and shows. Yes. So we make feature films and experience the mobile generation loves by repackaging, rebranding, and redistributing them. So essentially, we're taking really good unseen movies and we're making them into 10-minute episode series. So I'll tell you one of the reasons why I started Second Screen. I took my 20-year-old daughter to the movie theater to watch uh, the independent film Moonlight, Mm -hmm. and she was blown away. She never knew there were stories like that. And of course, how would she know? Because she's a millennial who watches short YouTube videos on her phone. And I personally was once amazed like she was back when I saw my first indie film, What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And so for me, this was real life in all its complexity and contradiction, not these predictable blockbuster storylines. So when The Sopranos happened, I was a young mother at home with a baby and I did not miss an episode. HBO took me on um, what would have been uh, an independent film or he, I'm sorry, HBO took what would have been an independent film and reimagined it as a high quality cable series that I could watch. So HBO's series tell stories like a great independent film and uh, they take me on an episodic character driven journey that I can't forget. And that's what I wanna do for the mobile generation because there are so many great independent films that never see the light of day. So last year in the US, $2.3 billion that was invested in indie films saw only a 2% return. And that's because of industry bottlenecks and because viewing habits have changed. So during the same period, 168 million people watched videos on their smartphones. And that's why uh, we know Second Screen is going to be a hit. So so explain how your product works. Where are you sourcing the content from? Uh, I believe you said a few minutes ago that it was unseen content. How does How does someone get their content to you? How do people find it? Walk us through that process. Sure. So I'll walk you through the product first. So our iPhone app is really simple. It's sleek. It functions 
very much like Instagram. It has a discover screen with featured, sophisticated, edgy films, your profile page with what you're watching and your own film curation. And then it has an activity feed to see what your friends are watching and what they're liking and commenting on because it's, it's social. And then, you know, what we're doing is we just launched a founding filmmaker campaign with filmmakers submitting for curation. And we have two distribution companies with libraries of indie films who are interested in, in a partnership. So that's essentially how we're, we're getting content. Mm-hmm. And is it live where people can watch the same content together? Or is it I've watched this and my friends are notified that I watched this to help drive traction in that regard? It's the latter. So it's not it's not live. It's essentially all out there for you to see. And then you, you know, you would essentially uh, learn what your friends are watching by the activity feed. And so that's that's how that's how it works. Mm hmm. Who's your competition? Who do you consider is your direct one-to-one if you have one? Well, I don't think that there's a direct one-to-one, but first off, I have to say that our brand is essentially sophisticated and edgy. So we're not just throwing up everything. We're not an aggregator. It's about curation. And then if we're, you know, getting super into like who the competitors are, there's short and long form originals at YouTube and Black Pills. There's long form streaming like Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon, and then there's indie um, indie film streaming apps like Sundance Now. But none of them are dividing and repackaging films into ten minute parts for mobile, nor do they have a social aspect. And then, rather than an algorithm like Netflix mm-hmm. telling you what to watch, our users are going to benefit from social discovery. So that's a big one for us. Mm-hmm. And the content is. Are you finding that there are certain types of films, certain types of content that are breaking up better than others? What if it doesn't fit into a 10-minute slot where the scene is 12 minutes or 15 minutes? Do you let it go a little bit longer or how how do you work with that? Yeah, exactly. We let it go a little bit longer. So it's not exactly 10-minute episodes. It's approximately 10-minute episodes. So it could be anywhere from like nine to 16 or 17 minutes. And it's, it's really depends on where the natural story breaks are. Mm-hmm. And, and the product is clearly mobile. Is this iOS? Is it Android? I'm hoping you're not on BlackBerry. <laughs> no. Um, we're, we're iOS now, and then we'll be building Android. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and what's your traction look like? Yeah, so uh, as I just said, we have our iOS app, and we validated the consumer side of the platform with 92% watching one or more episodes. We have our... Um, Uh, Fernando Labrija, who is our founding filmmaker, bringing his award-winning film to second screen. As I mentioned earlier, we have filmmakers submitting for curation after doing a a founding filmmaker campaign. And then we have the two distribution companies with libraries um, who are interested in in partnerships. But last but not least, we were on the cover of Europe's magazine um, for the media and entertainment industry. All right. Congratulations there. Now, one of the things that, that VCs and and products have to do is become sustainable by making money. What's your revenue model? Okay. Um, so our business model is partnerships with brands, pre mid and post, uh, role advertising, but We've also been recently exploring a paywall where if users want to finish watching a series, they would pay for the last few episodes, similar to Zynga. Mm -hmm. And does that unlock everything at once or are you releasing them as if they're a television show or something else where you you mentioned The Sopranos, it came out on Sundays and then the next Sunday and then the next Sunday. Are you dropping everything at once or are you trickling out as, 
as you please? That's a great question. Um, and I think that uh, that's something we're still exploring. But to be perfectly honest, we really believe in in binge binge watching. And so it, it will most likely be a binge watching sort of model. Um, but I do like the idea of possibly taking like uh, an original series and and possibly uh, dripping it out, you know, week by week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And who's on your team? Is it just you? Do you have other people with you? Oh, I have a team. Yes, All I right. have a really fantastic team. So um, we were a balance of, of experienced professionals in entertainment and technology from our uh, business affairs person who uh, who will close the deals with distribution companies to screenwriting experts who understand story to building teams for tech giants like Samsung, eBay, PayPal, mm-hmm. all the way down to managing operations and early growth startups. All right. What's the one question that you wish we asked that we haven't? Well, I wanted I wanted to sort of close off by saying we'll become the Netflix of short form series by year three when we'll be producing original series using our special story formula mm-hmm. for one hour TV pilots. So every writer in Hollywood has a script like this unsold, unproduced. And we're going to start with our first serialized script, Americana, which I wrote and won a screenwriting award from Showtime. So it's ready for production. And my daughter and the entire mobile generation and culture can watch it just the way they already do, meaning bite-sized and through social discovery. All right. I've got one more question for you, and then I'll kick it back to Allison. If people want to learn more about Second Screen, where do they go? Uh, Go to watchsecondscreen.com. All right. Awesome. Well, so I think you really have tapped into something that none of the big players like Netflix and Hulu have really tapped into. And I'm curious, how do you, how are you going to compete with them knowing that they are so huge right now and any day can, can move into your, into your sweet spot, which is shorts? How are you going to like build this community big enough that if they decide to, you know, really give you a run for your money, what mm-hmm. are, what are you going to do to build that community? Well, f- first we're going to soft launch into the app store with filmmakers, um, curators, their friends, fans, and grow the community organically until we bring on brand sponsors. Um, we'll offer experiential sponsorship packages and do pop-up screenings for top films. We'll partner with um, with influencers and film media communities, and then the obvious paid social media ads with sharp clips of of our uh, top series. Great. Well, thank you so much for being on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast. It was awesome to learn more about Second Screen and hear your plans and where you're going. Uh, we're just really, really excited for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Take care. So, Adam, what did you think of Second Screen, especially given your background at Discovery? Do you think that this is something that could be pretty big? Yeah, personal opinion, obviously not representing Discovery here, but the the interesting thing that I see there is the concept is great, but there's so much content out there that's very well produced. Just getting your foot in the water is, is difficult. Uh, they have to attack the problem from both sides. One is a content and a clipping, and content is king. And on the other side, they have to get enough people to actually justify doing it. So you have to get the content in first, then you have to get the people, and they feed off each other. Long road ahead of them. Uh, but the idea and the concept is is pretty compelling 
personally, I'm not sure that I'd want pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll advertising yeah. in everything. But if the content is good enough, if there's a way that you can just roll from one to the other and have that option of watching an entire show, then, then that sounds great. On the other hand, is this just a feature? So if Second Stream starts getting traction, could other apps out there just start adding breaks in, resume where you left off? Why is this really needed? So we'll see. Yeah, no, I think it's um, I think it's really interesting. I think that she has really hit on what the YouTube generation, yeah. that how they consume content. And I loved when she said that this is really also for people who binge watch, which is guilty right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I'm able to do that all in one shot if I want, mm-hmm. or if I'm just like sitting on the metro and I just have like 10 minutes yep. and I can grab 10 minutes. Like there's something that's very interesting and compelling about that. I will say when I when I first was looking at this application, I was like, I don't want someone to like break up my like favorite movies, like uh, like like The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Like I can't imagine watching that in ten minute segments. But if there were natural break points, and I know that like I have these multiple breaks during the day, mm-hmm. for me be for me to be able to like you know pick up my phone and watch that like ten minutes at a time, you know, there's something there to it. It could be, could be. Thanks so much for joining us on the Women's Startup Challenge podcast today. Go to womenwhotech.com backslash vote to rate this startup. We can't wait to hear what you think. And make sure you tune in next week to hear our next women-led startup pitch. And we will see you then. Mm-hmm.